0: (laughs) i'm so excited good evening good afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another episode of high top sports we have an absolute banger of a show ahead of us and you guys might notice something steve is in a different seat he looks a little different today and that's because Steve is in the building. He's sitting right across from me like we did back in the old days. The way we
1: started it, baby. It feels good, Steve. <laughs> it's good to I see you again, I love seeing you. The energy's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different when we're right here. You're
0: not as pretty on here live as you're throwing through the TV. I think the lights and the camera do you more of a justice than in per- person, but the people still see you the same way. Hey, let's so. go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
0: right, ladies and gents, we have an awesome show. We've got Bing Game Boomer. He is on the line. He's waiting for us to head over there. We're going to go over some recruiting stuff, the Arch Manning nonsense, and then we have a big... Uh, we can come up on Sunday, which we're going to get into. And I see you guys are already in the comments going absolutely bananas. <laughs> we're going to get to you guys in just a moment, but for now, we're going to give you the juice. We're going to give you the love, ladies and gentlemen. I give you Big Game Boomer. What's going on, baby? Welcome it's to the game. show, man. What's happening? Fellas? How are you doing? On? Not much, you man. Look. Get it. We really appreciate you stopping by. Uh, I kind of already prefaced it that we, we might get a little little smack talk here from the fans in the chat, and you said let's bring it, it on. It. I, I love it. Bring I it. love it. Yeah. So let's let's get to know you a little bit, Big Game. Um, kind of tell us how this all started. When did you start this, and where did the, the idea of creating these lists and just kind of throwing these things out there, when did that really start?
2: So it started uh, COVID year when we were all kind of sitting on our butts at home with nothing to do. Um, Thanksgiving week, I took the week off vacation and had never used Twitter at all before and just got online and started just kind of trash talking with fans on Twitter. <laughs> and like, before I know it, I'm like, I'm arguing with Desmond Howard on Twitter. He's like coming back at me. He's like, I said like, how, how disgusted are you with Michigan and their performance this year? And he come he comes right back at me and he's like, how disgusted are you with OU and losing to Iowa state and Kansas state. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is fun. Cause you can like interact with, Famous people uh, on Twitter doing this, so I started just coming up with these graphics, kind of just more OU oriented, kind of going after Texas. Uh, like I think the first graphic I did was schools with more wins than Texas over the last ten years, and that uh, kind of blew up on on Twitter. But then I just kind of uh, kind of realized, hey, if I do something that includes every single fan base, um, in, you know, do instead of just targeting. for OU's audience why don't I do something for all of college football for every fan base and I had less than 25 followers like back in November of 2020 and now I've got like over 45,000 and almost 50,000 on Instagram it's been a wild ride and a ton of fun
0: okay that's a really cool story I love the fact like you kind of like hey 2020 I had nothing and I just kind of put myself out there and, and had fun with it and now look what it is so that's that's really cool yeah. uh we've already got people already talking <laughs> talking it's incredible uh real quick though we got a little donation oh, from from cody there codes uh $20 super chat you the man baby thank you for getting that going i don't want to miss that when you were in the middle of talking but um so you started making a list which your lists are very
2: controversial i don't know if you've heard yeah have you heard oh yeah i've heard, <laughs> heard a little bit maybe a little bit in the dms A little bit.
0: (laughs) So I will say, look, there's some of the lists that I I don't agree with. There's a few, and you're going to have that happen. I was just talking to Steve. I was like, you're not going to be perfect on all these lists. There's some of them I feel like you might be stretching a little bit, but then I look, I'm like, you don't really favoring Oklahoma anywhere. And so I was like, look, you got to have to respect these lists a little bit. Now, are you talking to anybody with these lists, or is this this is big game boomer just, hey, coming from the top here?
2: It's, I mean, it's a blend of, my opinion. And then I, I've got to like what people don't realize there is a huge surface below Twitter. There's a network of college football fans. I mean, you guys are probably in chat groups and stuff. Sure. I'm in a bunch of these. So with, with you know, people with tons of followers that, you know, for their own schools. So I get all these opinions and kind of get the pulse of each fan base uh, through these chat groups. Um, so I get a lot of their opinions and just kind of Put it in, you know, on a list and put it out there, and that's kind of how, how it works. So it's oh. not all my opinion, but but it is, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, I mean, people, you can get the say, final call, you, you know, get the final call, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I like to say, as I, I control the, the, the sound mic, the soundboard over
0: here, it's just this, it's this power of the of, it's all it's of holding awful the mic, sometimes boomer, it's awful. That's sometimes. what it is.
1: Uh, <laughs> we've, we've we've got we're gonna start a GoFundMe campaign from uh for me to get my own button on the uh on the roadcast, so <laughs> not gonna I can have a presence. In
2: here. This guy has an MIT sweatshirt. He can hook you up with one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's a alum alum or a, what,
1: what what do we call it? What's the Friday you, you, I did? Yo, you called it Ivy League. Ivy League I, like, Friday and it, MIT is not even an an Ivy, an Ivy League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you okay, can you put me an together an Ivy League the top Ivy League league schools, football schools. That might be a good list for you. That's a great idea.
2: Uh yeah. Gosh, can we even no, name any that's... of them? Are any good? I mean, 10, <laughs> just Dartmouth, just Harvard, Harvard, Brown, just Brown, Ivy League, yeah. just Ivy League. I, I want
0: to see a list Yale. of the next week on Twitter of the of the Ivy Leagues, comparing the the Ivy League
2: schools. So I think it'll be a good time. That'll get like... They'll get like five
1: likes, maybe. Yeah. I like it. I'll return it. Well, there you go. You got two already. I'll but look, tag you. But we'll, yeah. we'll see if we can't get that uh, that Harvard and uh, Yale blood uh, um, all riled up again. Maybe maybe go back to the 1800s and see what kind of uh, what kind of little war we can uh, generate between those guys. Um, let so- do it.
0: Our, our relationship started. I hopped on your your space. You're hosting a Twitter space, which again, great sport, man. I, I that's why I was like, I gotta have this guy on. Like, I know you rile a lot of people up, and people get frustrated because of your list. But when I hopped on, you allowed me to come in, and you you took what I said and you, you ran with it, right? We had a conversation. I was like, I can respect anybody. Like, I'm all in for the shit talking and going back and forth. But there's, if we can have common ground. Then I, I I love it. So you put Florida yeah. as number three is the most sensitive, and I went on there and I talked about it. And at the time, it was when when Billy we weren't landing. Many recruits and everybody was fired yeah. up and I was like look it's hard for me to defend this right now and even now we had a really kind of a rough week I guess you can say and we're right back where we were three weeks ago so I was like it's hard for me to defend that
2: yeah no I, I made that list like like maybe less than a week after the whole Jaden Rashada debacle <laughs> happened yes. so I mean you could just the, the meltdown of the Florida fan base it was pretty easy to put them in the top five as uh, the most sensitive fan,
0: you put, us, you, put us top th-
2: you put us in the top top three boomer. But you, look, you put top Oklahoma top three, top number three.
0: five.
1: You put your own school at number five. Yeah, what's the basis there's for that? What's the basis for the for, the, well, for the Oklahoma at five?
2: The Lincoln Riley deal. I mean, just go to any time Lincoln Riley tweets anything, an emoji. <laughs> like you'll see these OU fans like you're a sore loser. You're a you don't like you don't like Norman, Oklahoma, going to the beach. Like
1: <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> so
0: that's 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 true. That they 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 yeah. lost it when he went to USC. I mean, they they would create an
2: entire GoFundMe, I think, just to roast him. <laughs> it was, They'll but, never get over it. They will never get over that. I mean, to be fair, that he the guy did you guys dirty. Oh, he yeah, one hundred percent dirty. But I mean, we got to move on. We we got our coach. Um, so was it worse you you know, than, than the Urban? It
0: was it worse than Brian Kelly? I mean, we've got we, you could. There's another list for yeah. you. <laughs>
1: Which college yeah. football has done his team dirty, uh, the dirtiest? dirtiest
2: yeah. <laughs> See, I think I think Notre Dame fans were more fed up with Brian Kelly, and he's more of a, he's kind of harder to like. Lincoln Riley, he had success, the offense, the Heisman's, um, couldn't win in the playoffs, but there was just you, you had a kind of feeling that the future was bright, and then just kind of overnight, I mean, gets on a plane in the middle of the night and flies out to LA. I mean, it was. I've never seen anything like it uh, ever with coaching changes. And didn't he like claim like a week before he wasn't going anywhere either? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, everyone thought he was going to LSU. Yeah, he said the true. night before that yeah everyone's he said the night before that he was going to he's not taking the LSU job but which is true but he's, <laughs> he's, that's true, he's so he was to, out of
0: it about that one job yeah, everybody everybody yeah.
1: went to sleep peacefully in Norman Oklahoma that night thinking that okay woof, yeah. we've we, we've weathered the storm everything here is calm and fine and I will sleep deliciously tonight with everything uh, uh f- fine in Norman Oklahoma and oh au contraire
2: <laughs> yeah no everyone gets home from church and it's like
1: what in the <laughs> heck is going on <laughs>
0: <laughs> mayhem do you what, what's your thoughts yeah. on all you this year do you think they're going to have a good bounce back year or is it going
2: to be a a, build, a rebuilding year for them i think it's going to be a little rebuilding year you, you see talk to a lot of Sooner fans they think that i mean I, brent venables is a great hire um one of the best coordinators in the game but OU law i mean it's a completely different roster i mean sure. quarterback uh offensive line defensive line linebacker <clears throat> uh i mean it's just it's a lot i mean i think Nine and three is a good year. I don't think that they're. I, I, I think I don't think they're the best team in the Big Twelve. Um, it's a weak conference, so they should have a chance to win it. But I definitely think they take a step back this year. Okay, I, I, I was
0: thinking the same thing. Nine and three might might be a little heavy, but it is a weak conference, so I could see where you're you're tossing a few extra W's in there. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, it's not the SEC where you know, or the SEC you know, the West where we could lo- go seven and five. Sure, you know, sure. Pretty. pretty we uh, roster.
0: Just got a super chat from Daniel nine ninety nine. He said uh, Gators are gonna beat Mizzou. Thank you, Daniel. Oh, another super chat from Cody as well. You guys are awesome. <laughs> you guys are the, the truth. Four you nine. We're gonna
1: get real, real bored on that uh, on those buttons. i right? never, me. I'll <laughs> never get bored with the oh my button.
0: So you've got another list. We're gonna just go through your list here, Big Boomer. Because yeah, let's do it. Some of these are frustrating. Like I said, I I've res- I respect the list for the most part, but there's some that I gotta pick. I gotta pick my battles. Most yeah. delusional fan base. Florida makes a top 10. I feel like there's obviously now we're starting to target a little bit. Okay. Cause we're starting <laughs> every time it's like a sensitive or a bad thing, anything good. I don't see Florida. Like you had the top O lineman, the top D line, the top running back. I-, I couldn't find Florida with, with a
2: fine tooth comb. Okay. Anytime. Well, I mean, come- and no disrespect to Florida. I- I've been doing this for almost what, a year and a half. And that during that time span, Florida has not been very good. So I have no disrespect for Florida, the Gators Anytime I say something negative about Florida, it's he's still mad about the two thousand eight BCS championship. I'm going to agree with that even, I wasn't even an OU fan in two thousand eight. I was. I
0: think you're. I, you were, I, I, I think you're still fan. mad about
2: it. You're still mad about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's, there's some pent up I, I
2: resentment. Can, I remember. can sense it. I can that's, sense it. That's uh yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's so. I'm, I was. I, Go at
0: ahead. work, when I get sensitive, right? They say, I, I, I'm not being sensitive. Well, that's that's just me that being just more sensitive. By, being so by sensitive, you saying right. that you're exactly. not bothered, It just confirming that you're
2: bothered by it. <laughs> well, I, I just, because I wasn't even a fan at the time of the game. He's I didn't, because I, I went to, grew up a Clemson fan, went to OU. Uh, okay, for school, went to OU. For college, that's awesome. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up as an OU fan. Okay, I did not go to MIT.
1: So. yeah he I don't he, I don't think oh, he's man. even driven by MIT just for the record I don't think he's even seen no, no. physically the mm-hmm. campus
2: nope <laughs> you totally I thought you totally had me I, I thought you went to MIT no. i, a
0: few, I, I <laughs> so it's a, one of those schools where like I could see this guy went to MIT I could see yeah that. it's not like a, if I was wearing a Harvard or like a Yale it's like okay those are typical hoodies right like everybody wears those Where's kind sweater of sweater
1: Exactly yeah. right.
0: Yeah. MIT like nobody just wears <laughs> MIT hoodie for like a fashion statement. Well, hold your beard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but boomer. He couldn't use a, a Texas instrument calculator. That's how. <laughs> that's how not MIT oh, is.
0: <laughs> so you've got Florida at number seven, FSU, which Steve, as you can see by his sweater, at number three. So I mean, you kind of won me some points there. But what? And then A and M at one. Like, what's? Where does this come from? Where does? I mean, delusional. I need you to just, like. What are you meaning by delusional first? And then kind of break down your picks here.
2: Delusional to me is like fans that think that their bet, their their expectations are more than what their what the actual reality is.
0: Okay, spot on. A and
2: and M thinks that A and M thinks that they can win a national championship every single year, and they haven't come close. The last time they won was what nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, it's been a it while. Took a, it took a it took a covid year for them to. Go 10 and 2 and win it, beat you know, mighty North Carolina in the Orange Bowl. Um, so that's why they're number one, and they've got all okay. these crazy tra- traditions and so yell leaders. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, so they're definitely number one. Who did I have number two? Uh, Nebraska, but I'm more concerned with FSU. At number three, FSU.
1: I agree with yeah, that. I, just for the record, I completely agree with that. I've really? all, uh, yeah, FSU fans all always think that we're the 1990s version of ourselves, and that we're just going to come out there with the the defense and slinging the ball all around, and and Warwick Dunn's going to come flying out of the backfield and catch a flare pass. <laughs> he's, like not, we, he's not there anymore. No, no, no. He has <laughs> okay. moved on with his life, but uh, FSU fans have not. So they still believe that uh, you know that the next. The next national championship team is trotting out there in uh, in September. Okay, I mean Steve. Steve agrees with you. So yeah, Yeah. it's painfully. I I I painfully agree with you.
2: I think that that Florida should maybe be higher than Florida State because Florida State did they did win a national championship in what 2013? So it was less than a decade ago. Florida, on the other hand, is what in the 2000s, uh, 2008, 2009. uh, So, but. Boomer, welcome. But yeah, oh, that's kind of where it comes <laughs> to. You're gonna you're gonna fit in well here. I
1: already like it. Uh, you, you expect some button hitting over here. Shelton's gonna it get it very. Gets, offensive. It gets wild. All right, look, so
2: look, you make you make good, you make,
0: you make good points. So uh, it's fun. To, it's fun to go back and forth. Really quick, I got a few super chats here. Kind of kind of coming at you a little bit, Boomer. So you, better put, I told yeah. I told you it's gonna. We got a, we got a super chat from Cody. He says, uh, "Do you know who Major Wright is, Boomer Sooner?"
2: <laughs> Major Wright, God. Is that a quarterback? That safety for the Gators. Safety for the Gators who laid out.
0: It was when we played Oklahoma in the, in the national championship game. But again, you were a, a fan there. I don't, <laughs> even, I don't, even, but, I
2: don't even. know. Oh, this like. man is unscathed. <laughs> actually, he where's where's un- the? <laughs> I got a major right
0: signed up. Barry summer right over there. Actually, oh, he's he's a big Gator guy. We we love him. He's he's a he's just he's a he's a beast. Uh, so will take a little shot. And then I've got Mike Litteris. A great last name. <laughs> Uh, $4.99. Uh, delusional to me is having you on this show thinking I'd be entertained with a
1: Gosh. <laughs> They're ruthless, You're bud. My boy, They're... Mike. You're my boy. <laughs> Again. My boy, Blue. This, guy, this guy's got a, a, a turtle shell for a back. He just cannot, you can't get to him.
2: Mike is that same guy that probably quote tweeted some tweet mad and he's like this guy's rent free Florida like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Liter Literus is the man though. He's he's good time.
0: Um, so you one one I have one last one. I know Steve has a few. I'm kind of taking up your air, Steve. I'm sorry. Uh, you did, buddy. Uh, but you had the top. What was it? Loyal fan base. Yep. And again, I can't really argue for by state. uh, other states. By it was by state. I can't really argue for other states. So I'm not going to get into that. The only, only really you did pick OSU, which again, that's why I kind of like I, I was like, look, the guy is is there's some thought behind it. There's always going to be a bias. You're human. You're going to have that naturally, right? Sure. But you picked yeah. UCF. That one to me, I was making the argument for you, but I want to hear what you have to
2: say. So I think UCF is an extremely uh, loyal fan base. And uh, do you live in Florida? Yeah, we both you yep, guys yep, look to, yep. oh, so okay so I don't know maybe in the Orlando Orlando area but uh, online on Twitter they're a massive <laughs> uh they have a massive fan base it's crazy I mean I think their average alumni is like 36 um 36 years old which is really young yeah uh, for, they're fairly for yeah. colleges yeah so I don't know they just seem more enthused and you know it just it they have more, I guess you could say, mixed passion with loyalty. But from my perspective, it looks like they're more loyal, where they don't want to throw their coach out if he hasn't coached a game yet but can't recruit, uh, can't get a four-star. Um, so, I don't know, that's kind of <laughs> my... No, to, they're not always the like... Uh,
1: to your yeah, point, they've had more recent success for where the bar was for them. The bar was set very low for them. and they where have, I was going to go. They have gone heads and shoulders above it. Um, and they've been able to somewhat maintain that. Um, and I think Florida and Florida State have obviously had their struggles. Miami's obviously had theirs. It looks like uh, Florida and Florida, Miami are certainly riding the ship a little bit. But uh, but UCF has got to be confident. they got to feel pretty good about being in the state right now. So I could see where you're coming from. And they do have a Who did massive, you have second? massive <laughs> stand on Twitter. Jeff second. second boomer.
2: most loyal for Florida? I, I I guess I would probably put. It's a tie between Florida State or or Florida. I don't go. know. I, I guess I guess Florida that's, State that's because you just lost a I, I think Florida. I think Florida State because y'all. I mean, Florida State has been god awful. Thank you. Uh, these well, last a a couple <laughs> years
1: and damn it, boomer, you got fan, <laughs> the
2: fans are the fans are it's testing their loyalty and they're they're still there.
0: No. Okay, so here's where I disagree. I, I, I you, you made an argument, in which allowed me, I'm going to be able to counter here. So yeah, you're saying absolutely. from a Twitter perspective, and I will 100% agree with you from a, a social media presence, UCF is is phenomenal and supporting their team. Granted, for the fact that their average alumni is 36, where if you look at a UF or an FSU, it's probably 76, right? <laughs> Two, yeah. like you just said, they've had great success, almost to the sense of like it's like the 8 for Florida or the 2012 13 for FSU, right? UCF yeah. hasn't really had a downtime because they were just always down, right? And then now they're starting to slowly climb. So it's easy to get hyped up and get behind that bandwagon. As for loyalty, you don't see more Florida, like just Florida Gator flags across just everywhere. Florida, I would give you Florida, Florida State. But UCF, from a social media standpoint, yes. I, w- I would understand why you're saying that. Because, again, you're only doing it from your perspective and what, that's what you my, gather. Yeah, that's yeah, my which is multiple states away. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so that's why I can't, I,
0: like. I can't speak to the other states. Because I don't, I mean, I don't see, like, the bumper stickers. I don't talk to people. Like, you go into a store and you see. Look, UCF is definitely making a run. I think they're over Miami, without a shadow of a doubt. Miami fans suck.
2: <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flor I feel like Florida State, Florida, Miami, like you could just throw them in a bowl together and they're just all just miserable. Like <laughs> you know, salty fan bases when things aren't going right, man, it's it's entertaining on Twitter. I can only imagine. That's the fr- frustrating <laughs>
0: part with uh with with Florida lately. We've been a little salty. Real quick,
2: um we've got uh 499 from Daniel.
0: Ah! He said, "Look again. It's coming and after Daniel. you, Boomer. Everybody better, better <laughs> settle settle up." He's a big dog fan. He riles up everybody in here. So you, you and Daniel probably will become best friends because you're used to <laughs> you're used to the hate. He says, "Remember, Ugga yeah. beating Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl. Baker Mayfield face was priceless." Oh, you, you, that was you a fan then.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I know. Okay. I was there. It stung. It stung. Wait. We stung. We found a hole in the armor, people. We found a hole in the <laughs> armor. <laughs> I was there. I spent the money. Went out to LA, and uh, yeah, we gave up. We were up like what 34-19 at halftime. Lincoln Riley kicks a dinky squib kick at the end of the at the end of like the end of the second half, and they kick a field goal, and the moment, momentum from the rest of the game is is all Georgia. So. Ooh. Hats off! So you remember, off to you remember the it well, fans. yeah. You you, you were yeah. there.
1: You were definitely there. You remember I, that game finally. Yeah. If, to, to go to yeah. go back. But I can to tell that, you though, the, kick.
2: The, the, outcome, <laughs> the outcome the outcome sucked, but that was one of the best college football experiences I've ever had. So if you guys ever get to go to the Rose Bowl, go. That's it, too. cool. It is a bucket, bucket list uh, so, opportunity. Um,
0: we got David Soderquist from Getting Swamped in here. What's going on, Bubba? Welcome to the show. That's um, nice. so. Were you because Steve Steve's a sore loser. Um, he's really good at taking crap, kind of like you got you are right now, like in the moment. But when it comes to FSU and it's in the middle of the game, the guy is horrendous. And we have a <laughs> our little uh, chat, bot, our texting chat, and he gets rowdy really quickly. I need you to be honest with me, okay? It's been a little bit of time. Were you were you salty? Were you talking some smack after the game and not doing well to the smack talk that was happening to you, or were you taking like you are right now? And I, I got to be honest with me.
2: So I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, go Braves. Um, and so I had, yeah, go Braves. It's my guy um, right here. See, it's my guy. Welcome yeah, home, baby. My group of Braves fan. Um, just champion. You can't see it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freddie Freeman needs to come back to Atlanta. But uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> but so when they lost, so I have a bunch of high school friends that went to Georgia. Um, they were actually at that game as okay. well, and I just kind of shut off my phone, honestly, after <laughs> that game because I was I just too. like, I don't want, I don't want to deal with it. I, I'm not getting on social media. Um, Because that was really one of the most gut-wrenching losses I think I've ever experienced as a fan. So, hats off to Georgia. They did it. Uh, Kirby Smart's doing a great job. And, uh, you know, a couple years later, he wins the national championship. So...
1: I can't say I disagree. Uh, after even even after a Florida State loss that I expected to lose, it's it's I, I don't go to social media, I don't look at Twitter, I don't answer the phone, I don't answer text messages. I'm just it's it, it it's a cold, dark hole for about a 48 hour period. Even though when I expect gonna, to lose, yeah, you just you're just pissed. gonna say
2: something you re- yeah. you're gonna say something you regret, and that's gonna make you look like an idiot, and it's
1: just like and I'm eh, pretty good at that I'll by just, myself, much less well. being the salty version <laughs> of me. Sure,
2: sure.
0: We we got uh, another super chat from Dominic Tudor. Oh. Uh, he says he should tuck his head better than, oh, you running back, running the ball.
2: I don't know if that's a shot at you, Boomer. Tuck my head be- better? Like, I don't know.
1: Let's see. Re- can <laughs> you, can you clarify, Dominic? Can about? you
0: clarify? Uh, uh, we'll see. What do you, what do you got for Boomer there?
1: Boomer, um, look. I mean, we've got a million different scenarios here where uh, college football expansion uh, can go. And I look; it's all it's all posturing and conjecture at this point. But uh, if it was uh, if it was Boomer's world, if we're living in your world, and uh, and you get to make all the calls, what uh, what do you want to see the college football plane look like? Do you want two conferences? Are there four? What do you, what would you what would you build it, and how would you build it if it was all yours?
2: Well. I do the whole super conference, two conferences. Heck no. I, I, I mean, when OU and Texas were going to the sec last year, I was excited about it. But if you would have told me like, this was is what would have happened with UCLA and USC going to the big 10 and potentially a lot of these fan bases getting left out of these big conferences and just getting alienated, I would have said, let's stay in the big 12. Let's add, you know, BYU, UCF, Houston, those schools. Um, but now I think we're headed to a point where we're going to have probably, I think four conferences, I think we'll, uh, it, it, cause I just don't see the ACC getting out of that grant of rights deal. Like, I think they are absolutely screwed. Um, I don't, see the, pa- right, I don't see the
0: PAC 12 going anywhere.
2: Yeah. Well, or- Oregon or- and Washington are just, excuse me, the big 12 is up.
0: The big 12 is yeah, I mean. big
2: 12's not going anywhere. Um, I, the- would like see, I-, I would like to see, I would like to see. Like Colorado and Utah head to, and the Arizona schools head to the big 12. And then, um, I don't know, the o- Oregon and Washington need to go somewhere. So maybe the big 10 uh, adds them as well. And the, and the SEC uh, picks up a couple, uh, or the SEC picks up a couple schools. But then maybe, I, I, I mean, I think we need a 12 team playoff um, just because I think more teams in it. W- would make it more interesting. I, I get sick of seeing Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, and OU getting blown out every year. Uh, <laughs> the same old result results. So um, I don't know, but I, I am I'm I don't like what's going on right now with what these TV networks are trying to do and trying to basically just get the biggest brands together and let's make this the NFL because that's not what college football is about.
1: Right. It feels like it's taken away some of the uh, the core the core part of what college football was and what made it different than the NFL. You could be a fan of both, or in, in for the longest time. I knew people who were devout NFL fans and they thought watching college football felt like watching a high school football game. And then I, I knew people who were devout college football fans and felt like the NFL was nothing but a business. And it seems like every day we get closer and closer to those two entities being the same thing. And I, I hate it. I hate it.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't stand it. It's, it's bad for the sport. Um, no doubt.
0: I think the NIL already ruined that though. I mean, this is obviously just adding on to it, but the, the the innocence we've talked about it plenty of times is is already dead in my opinion from the from a college football standpoint. Um, what else you got for me, Steve? I know you got a few lined up for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, if I if you had to guess, Boomer, what um, what is in the water in Miami, and how in the hell are they pulling this off what, with, the, with with what they're doing in recruiting? And every every other day, I wake up and there's another four star, five star kid <laughs> sign, signing up to go play for a team that hasn't even won a conference championship since they've been in the conference. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah,
2: no it. It's, it's wild. I mean, yes, I think NIL is playing a huge factor in Miami's success, but we have to remember that Mario Cristobal is a good recruiter. So we have to give him some, some credit there. Um, but yeah, what, what's that NIL guy that what's that company? The lawyer? um, Yeah, the lawyer. He's got a company that he, that he, uh, is kind
3: of using it to for the few oh, like yeah. money,
0: athletes money. Hand, I don't. It's like money hand or something like that. But yeah, it's 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 like the collective yeah. for Miami, but it's not connected to Miami, which is like the loophole.
1: Yeah. And then they have that one billionaire yeah. that's uh, that's like the he's a the lawyer, real estate guy. Like literally, he's he's worth the fir- the fir- first letter is a B. Not an, not not a millionaire. He's a billionaire, and he's already said that these kids can make his businesses money just by using their their NIL. Which is yeah, which is so here the loophole yeah.
2: <laughs> so so yeah so it's it's a huge advantage I mean we're seeing schools I think the most desperate schools are the ones that are basically spending all this nil money to get good recruits I mean let's look at Texas A M very desperate fan base they want to be viewed as a power as a powerhouse college football team um, Tennessee extremely desperate to get back into the national landscape, landscape. Uh, Miami they they want people to think of the of Miami as people followed him back in the eighties. Um, so yeah, I think NIL has a huge, is definitely ha- is a huge play in how they get down these recruits for Miami. Uh, no doubt.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Like you said, crystal ball is great, but is he that great? I mean, you, it, he didn't really show much success in Oregon when I felt like he, that was a great situation for him. He recruited well, but obviously the, 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 wins weren't there. And to say that was a hard situation to win. in, I, I think is as crazy. I think he had was in a prime position to win and be successful. And he wasn't. And, that should have a factor, but it's appearing not to be. So there's definitely more behind the scenes than him just being good at recruiting for sure. Of and course. maybe it'll come out. Yeah. Maybe it won't. We'll see. Uh, look, I know you said you have, you got some things you
2: got to do, but I got, uh, I'm, co- I'm good. I'm keep, keep, I'm, I got time. Okay. Keep it, so okay, keep it going. Talk about. Um, yeah.
0: So I want to ask you about the the Braves really quick. Cause you said something and a lot yeah. of heat has been coming out. we got some Braves fans in here as well. Um, you talked about, you said we shouldn't have traded for, we should have kept Freeman and not get Olsen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's 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 the hate on Olsen? I feel like I'm seeing a lot of hate lately, and I'm not liking it.
2: I don't hate Olsen. I just think Freddie. Freddie Freeman. Should have been in Atlanta, yeah, he should have been in Atlanta Brave for life. He had an agent that was preaching money into his head, and you know that's chasing the highest payday isn't always the best option. I mean, if he wins a World Series, he should. The Braves should do whatever they could to keep him. Don't let him walk like that. I mean. So n- now,
0: opinion. now that we know
2: that information of
0: like this, how the situation went down, I could see that. Right at the time, though, we didn't know that, and, to, and I think that's what it looked like at the Braves. Is like this guy doesn't want to be on the team. I'm not going to b- b- bend my, bra- my bend my back. And how I look at it is, like we got a younger guy for the same amount of time who is trending on where Freddie was at this same age. To me, it's a, it's a W. But yes, from a from a you know a passion standpoint, a team standpoint of like a guy who's been here forever. I I do agree. It was, was tough to go, but at the time I was like, look, it's a great business decision. We're saving money because we're getting a younger guy who is projected to on that same path of Freddie. And he's going to be, he's going to last longer, right? Cause he's, he's, yeah. he's younger. So look, I love Freddie. It's, it sucks, but I love, love me some Matt too. I think the, the energy on the team's great. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this year. I'm going, we're
1: ready to go back to
2: back. <laughs>
0: Well, right. You're, uh, an, you're I mean, an Atlanta yeah.
1: guy. You've been an Atlanta fan for yeah. a while. You were born out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was born Chipper. in South Carolina, but but grew okay. up in Atlanta. Team Chipper so. Jones or Team oh, I was Chipper, bro. Team <laughs> Chipper. Yeah. I, yeah. I, Chipper I wanted to see how deep. I, I wanted to see how deep those no, uh, those Freddie those beans went. <laughs>
2: I was just about to compare. Like I was about to say, well, I, like if Chipper left for the Dodgers, well, I mean, I think it, half of Atlanta would burn to the ground, <laughs> the ground but then is. Look that I,
0: that would have been brutal, but again yeah. we we had we kept him through the entire time, so it's a little bit different. We didn't get to see Freddie all the way through, essentially. So it sucks. It's brutal, but the team the team's still good. I'm glad. I'm hopefully we make some trades here coming up and a couple few moves that kind of set us up for the the close. Hope we can get Jock back, but uh, time will tell. Do you have anything for us? We kind of been roasting you a little bit. Do you have anything you want to throw at us, kind of?
2: Yeah. Well, no, let's let's I mean go, baby. I, the reason I I wanted to come on is because. I feel like I've been bashing Florida, and you know people think I hate Florida. Like I don't hate I do. Florida. Like, well, yeah, you're. I, I, well, I, I wasn't expecting a Seminole in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, we, we keep it so, spicy, man. We, like, like, to, we like, like to like to have yeah. get all the sides. <laughs> That's good. So yeah, I don't I don't hate Florida. I thought I thought you guys were gonna like grill me on some of my like takes on Florida, but like I picked Florida to finish fifth in the East last year, and my God, you should have seen the Gators. Uh, last year. And what ha- I said, Emory <laughs> Jones isn't as good as you guys think. He's, he wasn't good. Um, and, and what, and what happened? Gators go six and seven. Uh, Dan Mullen gets fired. <laughs> so, so when fifth? I'm saying that, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, they, they, I don't know. Did it they it a We finished Mizzou or was it Mizzou and Vandy six and seven.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cause Tennessee, South Carolina finished, uh, finished above us. Kentucky um, was second. Kentucky, so yeah, I think I yeah. did. And Tennessee finished above us. Yeah,
1: yeah, spot on, sir. Spot so, on. Well, I, I
2: picked Tennessee to finish last, so I, I did screw up there. Vols still remind me of it, but uh, but I'm <laughs> not high on right. Florida this year. Yeah, I'm not high on Florida this year. Um, what do you got in this year? Fifth. God, I think fifth again. And I've seen you go on some of these Gator podcasts, and people think they're going to finish second or third, and. I'm just I'm sorry. No, unless Anthony Richardson is Cam Newton 2.0, which he very well could be. Um he's a freak athlete, but unless the, he's that kind of player, I don't see Florida 5 and 7, maybe really? 6 and 6 again. Yeah, I mean, Yeah, I mean, we well, finished
0: 6 and 6 last year, not 5 and 7. That was FSU. Um Yeah. So okay, so let's let's break it down. So let's I think Vandy's off the board uh Mizzou I don't think Mizzou finishes better than us so Correct, let's kind of yeah. let's get into the weeds. so South Carolina with getting Rattler who's trash um <laughs> they could they could they could <laughs> look you've had firsthand to show that he's he's washed yeah. up oh, yeah. I think I think he's overhyped overrated I think it's I think a lot of his and we're gonna we're actually gonna talk about Archman and five stars here in a little bit I think part of his star rating was the fact that he was on that Netflix series which it's going to go into hand what I have to talk about with Arch um, because it was more of just like a hype behind him more than anything of like it's a, he's on the show. Like there's a lot of a, a, a propaganda, which again is the, the Arch, which to me, that's part of getting stars, right? I agree with that because he, he brought in probably more recruits, simply the fact like we got to watch this guy on, on Netflix and they made him seem like this big deal. Totally get that. I'm, not, I'm fine with that, yeah. but I don't think he's that good. But South Carolina beat us last year, so I can't really – that one's a toss-up to me. Kentucky is, to me, the only real threat that's coming back from last year that I think that, that could really do well outside of Georgia. I don't think Tennessee really ha- – I mean, Tennessee didn't beat us last year. I don't think Tennessee's really bringing any any smoke than before. So I think we finish above Tennessee, and you had them finishing last, last year too. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we finish above South Carolina. I really do. I think that's gonna it's gonna come down to the Georgia. and Georgia look, Georgia lost a lot of people. I was listening to a, a gator podcast or Twitter space, and they brought up a good point of look, they did lose a lot of people. And Stetson Bennett, yes, Stetson Bennett, I mean everyone's sold on Stetson, but he had a phenomenal defense. Phenomenal defense. And that's yeah. not everything.
1: They didn't have to they didn't have to risk very much. They could yeah. play They could play extremely,
0: could play extremely to, aggressive yeah. because they knew what was coming outside on the other, other side of the ball. That's gonna change now. So, look, yeah. Stetson, and now he has a year under his belt of a championship. He's got a year of swagger, and we see what that does to these kids. I mean, th- there's a lot there that I think that is, the, to me, the East is a little more wide open than what it may have may have been. Um, and with college football, it's, it's it's year in and year out, right? It's it's hard to tell. But like I said, with what you said with Anthony,
2: that's going to be where it kind of falls down to for sure. And who's he going to throw the ball to? Who are, I mean, can you name a I – mean, um, my- the so guys I've, I've got: Jacob Copeland went to Maryland. Kamari yeah, Copeland Gamble left. Uh, went to UCF. I mean, gamble I, the tight end. But we have you, Zipperer,
0: gamble. So gamble wasn't really getting the starting time. So we have Zipperer, who's going to become, who's going to be in. Um, Shorter, I think, is going to do well. Frazier, he had a great spring game. I think he's going to step up and show out a little bit. Um, and then the running back room, I think it's going to be heavy running. I think, I mean, there's definitely going to have to be guys yeah. that catch the ball. The running back room is is stout. You didn't have us in the top. 50 in your list, which I kind of I so I actually I I, I was again I was butthurt at first I was sensitive, uh, but I understood <laughs> it simply because of everyone that's coming over right we have getting uh, Montrell Johnson who's new from Louisiana so he's never ran in a division like this so I was like okay makes sense Nacon Wright's coming off an injury it's like okay makes sense Marcus Bowman left I was like okay and then Lorenzo Lingard who's a senior but he's a stub but he's a senior so I was like look there's depth there there's a lot of value but not enough proven yet so I can see why it wasn't high on the list.
2: Well, and I believe I think Florida was eleventh in rushing yards per game last year. So you can't compare to last year I'm though, just... because
0: in last year we had Damien Pierce, who was a stud, and obviously and showed that in the combine as well as Malik Davis. That was more of a Mullen thing, not utilizing the the the, the talent in the room versus it just being a team atmosphere, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, no, I can see that, and I mean Napier's offense is not going to be. I mean, it's more of a run it down your throat style offense. So. The running backs and the offensive line. A guy I do like is Osiris Torrance. I was say Torrance uh, coming over from coming from uh, coming over from Louisiana. Um, I've heard great things about him. He's like even projected to be like a first round draft pick, and he hasn't played a game yet in the SEC. So um, I think he's good. And yeah, you you brought up uh, Johnson. I, I'm looking forward to see how those guys hold up in the SEC. But let me let's go back to Rattler real quick because yeah, sorry man. <laughs> I, I, I think I I think that twenty. Like, he was good in 2020. I think he was yes Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year. Very good. Um, And so USC fired their head coach, uh, fired Clay Helton, I think like the second or third week of the season last year. Yep. And I don't have the evidence, but I'm pretty dang sure that they were talking to Lincoln Riley's agents from September all the way until November Thanksgiving weekend when he took the USC job. So I don't think Lincoln Riley's I think he had one foot out the door, and I think that had an impact on the preparation of the offensive game plan. And I just, I, I think it was just a, a mess all around. So I think Rattler getting a fresh start uh, could be good for him. And uh, to, for for Will Letts, I like he, people, he lost Wandale Robinson. You look at the stats, Wandale Robinson caught 50 almost 50%. Of uh are accounting for 50% of Will Levis's yards, uh passing yards last year. He's gone. They they have one guy, Tavia T- uh, Tavion Robinson from Virginia Tech. Um, and I'm just seeing these crazy predictions about Kentucky and how Will Levis is gonna be the first pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, and Kentucky's getting a lot of hype. It, yeah, and it's just like, I'm sorry, I, I don't see it. So So you you see Florida going about to know. Kentucky? Possible, Ken- possibly possibly. Um, but, but I, I don't know. It, it just, it all really comes down to AR 15 and how, how he, if, if he's really, if the, he can live up to the hype.
0: So with the Rattler situation, I think part of where his downfall the following year, I, I agree with what you're saying too there. It, it was a little distraction going on. Right. Uh, but yeah. Caleb, Caleb Williams came in and did a good job. Right. I and mean, they still had a good yeah. season. You guys, it was like 10 and two. You finished right.
2: 10 and two. But, yeah. And it, I mean, so I I, yeah. I can't say it was like a, distraction. Oh, okay. Fair,
0: fair enough. Fair enough. That was fair enough. Um,
1: yeah, there he uh, is. I mean,
0: look, it's, we're playing in real conference, but it's i I'm not even going to get into that. Uh, no, you guys. No, you guys, I said.
2: I said it felt. It felt like we went six and six. Oh, and you said you season. went six and six. I was like, my okay, take
1: yeah. taking shots.
2: Here we go. Buckle up,
0: boys. It's on.
1: Here it is. Uh, yeah, it,
2: it did. It was a very
0: ugly ten and, ten and two. I will. I will say that. But look, yeah. Caleb Williams came in and, and and didn't didn't miss a beat. And so I think what what really happened is Rattler got. I mean, he got figured out. Plain and simple, uh, I think we're the the Manziel effect. I mean, he kind of came in, he popped off, and that that was that was all he that's all he needed, and he kind of wrote off the six, the, the high for, the height from that season, and that was what he needed. But Rattler had to has to be year in and year out proven, and I don't, and that's where I think he got swallowed up and was shown or like, look, this guy just can't you know make everybody miss. Um, I think he's gonna come into a new world of defense too. I, I don't think he, yep. you guys know what that, what that is over there in the big 12. And it's going to be that to me, that's where it's going it, to, the, the linemen are faster here. And that's where I think he's going to get swallowed up in my opinion. And so I could be wrong, well, but I
2: South, South Carolina has a horrible offensive line. So yep. if he doesn't have time to throw it, he's not going to, nobody's going to have success back there throwing the football.
0: Sure. Sure. I look, I I think South Carolina isn't going to look Obviously, Florida. will always going to be very optimistic. I think, like you said, it's going to rely on Ar and what he's able to do, and if he can stay healthy. Uh, but the guys are freak in nature, and I think he's going to come in and be able to have that Manziel slash Rattler slash Cam Newton effect, where they're going to. It's going to take a while for people to figure him out, and it's going to allow for early success. And early success allows for momentum, and momentum carries into reality. And now all of a sudden, we're you know six and zero, six and one, and the the train's moving. And that's all, that's all it takes in college football, honestly. I mean, it just takes for the right things to happen at the right time, and it can take off. I think Florida State, honestly, the last 10 years has been a prime example of just losing a bad game at their worst time. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, well, I don't care anymore. We're done
1: here. <laughs> we're we're, we're done.
2: The whole season, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah it's the, like Jackson, like Texas. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, you played Notre Dame tough and it comes down to a field goal in overtime and then it just, you're so completely checked out that the next game you just kind of walk through the motions and expect that it's just going to, going to take care of itself and clearly not the, uh, not the case. I mean, at the end of the day, all they had to do was just make one tackle, but you know, when nineteen people miss, and it looks like a clown car of of people trying to tackle one. I dude. sent
0: I sent him this clip the other day. That's why he's still bitter about it. Oh yeah, well, you
1: know, we we wake Man, up to different football I... clips of, of of each other's team failing in in, in beautiful ways, and that's how we uh, that's how we take cheap we shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I watched that Notre Dame Florida State game uh, a week ago, and. Golly, Florida State should the one that had game-winning field goal and missed it. Missed I mean, it. that was what a great game though. That was right. That was awesome. a great
1: game. Yeah, that was so fun. Yeah, I Memorial wasn't even World upset when we lost. Yeah, I wasn't even upset. I'm not yeah. gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember you were a good sport after that game. Yeah,
1: though you know what? That might be the first time that FSU lost a close game against a big opponent like that. That I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay. The,
0: the expectations are that low.
1: Well, I mean, it was, it was a good team, and I mean, look, now the Jacksonville State thing—I didn't. I don't even think I spoke, not even to my <laughs> wife, you, not to anybody. That? Like just, yeah, that, that's not even possible, is, right? Like this, I'm dreaming. Ow, ow, yeah, nope, a, nope, nope. Wide awake. <laughs> Gosh.
0: So you have OU going nine and three. Where
2: are the three losses coming from? OSU. God, uh no, I, I think Baylor is going to be really tough this year. Yeah, Baylor, they're strong on the offensive line, defensive line. Um, God, God. And then Kansas State. Kansas is uh, always sneaky. Kansas State, yeah, they, ha- they have OUs. I mean, they upset OU, it seems like, every other year. And then, uh, God, the Texas game, every year it's just a toss-up. I mean, Texas has some great, great skill guys, but I don't know how good they are in the trenches. Um, so I expect that game to be a coin flip, basically. So, like I said, nine and three, ten and two, maybe even eight and four. We'll see.
1: Boomer, have you ever seen a team uh, like Texas give away a big football game like that? Have you ever seen a team that just had everything going for them—momentum, the score, the clock—everything could, everything that could go Texas's way was going Texas's way. At the, yet, at the end of it. They're looking up at the scoreboard, just shaking their head. I've never seen anything like what OU did in the second half of that game to just rip a victory right out of the uh, of the, the arms of, of Texas, uh, the state, the t- state of Texas as a whole. I, that was amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah, that game was was insane. And I'm trying to just think off the top of my head, a game, I mean, uh, a few years ago, OU played against Baylor uh, when Baylor was like a top 10 team and they were down like, 30 to 10 at halftime and just came storm back and won. But to that magnitude at the OU Texas game, no, I have no, not right. seen
1: anything yeah, I, like that. I, 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 I mean think just, of FSU versus Louisville. I mean, that one was just, it was like it, Louisville had everything going for him and somehow Jameis Winston came back, but it's just not geez. on that level. Like the, that's a that's the, yeah. the biggest rivalry of the year for those guys. And just, just snatch it right out from under him is just insane. It was,
2: yeah, we've had a lot of games like that with, with uh, OU Texas where it just, yeah, that they just kind of gave up, um, and it affected the rest of their season. It's a it's <laughs> it was, a uh, it's a
0: great rivalry. It's fun to watch. Yeah,
2: for sure.
0: Uh, we so oh, look. it's one of the best. We uh, we got you have some support here, Boomer. Oh my we got a four nine nine super good. chat from, from Daniel, um, who said Ar had forty percent completion last year and played seven games and six
2: picks and falls under pressure <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: or fails. Yeah, fails
3: yeah he, he
2: needs to improve his decision making. I mean, the game I remember him coming in was that LSU game. And, uh, God, he was just kind of just throwing the ball up in the air. Um, and you, 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 as you get more experience, you lay off those kind of just dis- making those decisions, but he's got to protect the ball better. Um, I, I hate but-
0: that, that when we, they talk about AR like that, because the guy had to come in and it was almost like the, the pressure of like, Hey, you've got to be the man. Like, we need you to come in and make a big play. It, it was like the Tebow uh, uh, effect of, like, when he comes in, like, something big's going to happen, right? So now he's coming in thinking, like, I got to ball out. I got to do something. I gotta. It's got to be a 50-yard run or a 60-yard touchdown bomb. So part of that, I think, like, you're not able to establish, like, hey, this is my team. Here, here's how I'm going to run this. I have to come in and be a superstar. With with being a superstar and, and taking big risks, it's like you're coming in and putting a 1,000 on red. It, it better hit red or you're losing all of it. That's basically how it yeah. came in. That's how that was. Yeah,
2: it's hard to criticize him. But like Dan and then Dan Mullen, just kind of how he would criticize him. And it was like he never fully gave him like 100% support. Emory Jones was his guy. And agreed. He was going to he was going to succeed or fail with Emory Jones. It's like he I I don't know. He he didn't want to just give the reins to Anthony Richardson for whatever reason. I think it may be ego. I don't know.
0: Uh, we got Zach that said, I got Oklahoma going five and seven. And then Gator Gang said, how sad. He's talking up Baylor and Kansas State. You are screwed in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: Baylor and Kansas State are better than playing Mizzou and Vanderbilt every year.
0: Look, we gotta have we gotta have some somebody to kick. <laughs> 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 that's like that's like fifty percent of the uh, the Big Twelve. Uh, David David Twitter from Goodie Swamp says Anthony Richardson had a fifty fifty eight point five completion rate and hardly started a game. Yeah, exactly, except one against the number one defense with five first round draft picks. And that's that's kind of the point. It's like look, he kept he was thrown into like a basically like a a, a no win uh, situation. And, like, what, what you even said, too, is Dan was never really supportive. We talked about that multiple times last year, that Emory was his guy. And it's like, I don't care what Anthony comes in and does. Like, the guy came in and just bolted for an 80-yard touchdown run. Goes, yeah, all right, move along. <laughs> like, what, do you, what yeah. do you want him to do?
2: <laughs> yeah. Dan Mullen literally coached himself out of a job just by kind of what he said at press conferences. Yes. And, oh, yeah. Uh, sure. I know recruiting was a big factor, but, golly, some of those press conferences just, I think, put him out of the job. Honestly. Uh, Dominic says $2. Help! He said, they only need to check his, check his facts.
0: Uh, it was uh 59%. All right. So, so sit, sit back, Daniel. Okay. Boys <laughs> boys are in town in
1: there. That's all right. <laughs> that, this is how they sauce each other up. This is, this is how they get each other spicy. They throw out statistics and then somebody has got to go be an actuary. <laughs> it's its, its own to, show down there. We don't, we, we kind of just, we try to get in there as much as we can,
0: but it's, it's, buck, <laughs> it's book nasty down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boomer, you have been an absolute uh, pleasure, man. It's I've had a blast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Yeah, uh, no,
2: absolutely. I enjoyed it. Yeah, if you guys want to have me on during the season. just I was just about, about to say that.
0: I think on. we we should set a date, okay? Let's set a date. I'll, I'll, I'll message you after this. That way, it's not like I'm bringing you on because Florida's doing well or because Oklahoma's sucking. We're going to pick a date like, hey, you're coming on this date. So we can we can figure it out. Yep. Either we were right or you were wrong or whatever it may be. We'll we'll duke it out. And we we'll all just, get to
1: face each other okay. with our teams. Well, yeah, we'll have to well face it. At, we can't come
0: in on high or low. It's right. just we it's, it's it's we're taking the risk. <laughs> we're buying in now <laughs> on that right. we're going to be doing well. Steve, your team's going right. to suck. We're not worried about yours. Don't you worry about us,
1: Steve? Yeah, we'll see.
0: Steve's like the new UCF. They've got only only where to go is but up for them. I mean, yeah. look, Florida in a sense is the same. I love you six and six. <laughs> yeah. You were
1: one game better than
0: us. What are it's, you talking about? It was a big game. They, okay. they,
1: beat, they beat Florida State. They did. So speaking of being then. spicy during the game, that uh, that that <laughs> day took a, a turn because it was all fun and games at the beginning. Uh, myself, Shelton, and another one of the, the, the members here, uh, Bork, uh, we were all just kind of laughing with one another. Like, this is going to be such a disaster. Like, this is going to look like a high school team. <laughs> it didn't end that way. It did <laughs> not <laughs> end <laughs> that way. By the end of it, it was just we were just going at one another. Like, all of a sudden, the rivalry, regardless of how bad the teams were, like, it got to halftime, and you're, it's just fire fingers just twittering <laughs> off and just ah, i hate you
0: so much because the way it ended it that's was what makes college football great that's, that's what makes exactly it, great. it man that's exactly the best sport on the planet yeah. <laughs> one last super chat for you before you go boomer oh, my. uh mike litteris said a dollar 99 he goes i'll tip 20 to not have him on after this <laughs>
2: You, there you go. It, it just I love it. Take it, man. if you say his name fast. Take the money,
1: yeah, he take said the money and hilarious. run. Hilarious. Take the money and run. a <laughs> boy. Boomer, Attaboy, Boomer. You're,
0: you're, you're you're a big fan, man. Are, are an awesome sport, man. We really appreciate you being on here, dude. Uh, and, and keep the list of cranking. I'll be sure to talk shit when I don't agree, as you, you can tell. And I think we had a good little conversation. If you want to go ahead and change the UCF to Florida, I won't mind. As for yeah, most we'll loyal see. fan base. We'll see in the future. Send an updated I'm list. I'm taking notes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, boss. You have a good yeah. man. Be good. All
2: right, y'all take it easy.
0: Thank you, man. What a sport. That was a good time. You guys are freaking ruthless, bro. Oh what my f-
1: gosh! Well,
0: I wrote half the stuff I couldn't even read, bro. <laughs> like it was like f off at this guy. Like guys, the point. I, I love the energy, but we, we got to get a little bit of juice here. Yeah, we, like you got to have the competitors, okay? Right. You can't. Like, that's just how have,
1: you grow. This isn't competitoring. This is like this is me and you just jiving. We are everybody- competitors, but we're on here too much that there's a love being built, right? That there shouldn't be. We let this man into the family, and this is how you treated him. I think I think we did well. We kind of we roasted guest. him. We kept the respectful. He,
0: I thought he was tight taking jabs. I was like, what's up? Okay, now, boomer. Now it's fucking time. All right? <laughs> you guys are a good time. Sorry I didn't get, we didn't get to see all the comments. David said, I'll tip 50. <laughs> they are not a fan of the old boomer. <laughs> Look, you guys had the opportunity to sit there and kind of roast and say what you wanted. I even put out a thing, hey, what questions do you want to ask them? <laughs> and I read <laughs> all question? of your hate comments, the, the, the super chat. So, we got what we wanted to say. And I think we defended ourselves. I think I, I defended some of the list. Yeah, Look, yeah. Some of the stuff, guys, we are a sensitive fan base. It's it's a fact of the matter. That's okay, okay? We could we could get better as a whole. Not necessarily the ones in this chat, but I <laughs> there's plenty of people that are sensitive, me included, okay? Mike Litteris just tipped. What did he tip? What did he tip? Four ninety nine. dollars File locked on. There it is, Gators baby. is over. Let's now, go. time for high top. Woo! Oh my!
3: <laughs> Scared money don't make money.
1: Let's go, boys. Oh, double button. Double Showtime, button all the baby. way. What's up?
0: Scared money don't make money. Ladies and gentlemen, he goes, I've had Boomer muted on for Twitter for over a year. <laughs> I love it. Uh, baby. I love it. The energy's awesome. You guys are incredible. Look, we have a great show now left in store. Uh, I knew this was going to be a long one, Steve. Steve oh, yeah. and I have a road trip after this. that. That's why he's here right now. But it looks like it's going to be a late road trip because we got some good stuff and I don't want to miss it. Um, Really quick, guys. Down in the link in the description, uh, there's two things. One, you can hit the little join button there that allows for you to become a member of High Top Sports, which is literally the greatest family on, on YouTube right now. Uh, we're giving away a a customized college jersey once we hit 25. We're at 22 right now, I believe. Uh, So we're on the way there. You also will get a handwritten letter from Steve and I. Uh, We did receive uh, just about everybody's email that's a member now, and we're working through those and going to be working on that. Um, Also, too, there is another link in that description. We are going to be doing a live event this Sunday with Anthony Richardson, Lorenzo Lingard, uh, Rashard Torrance, uh, Gravon Dexter, and Keon Zipperer. Okay, And they're going to be signing this helmet right here. This mini helmet. And the link in the description is a raffle to get yourself entered in to win a chance if you can't be there. So check that out. You can buy, I think it's like one, two, or five tickets. And you're going to be entered into a drawing. might be a duck race. I don't know yet. But uh, check those things out. And uh, let's uh, like and subscribe. And let's move on. And we got another $5. Chat he goes. Boomer doesn't have UFO line in the top fifty behind UAB Toledo. Yeah, I know he does. I know he didn't do he didn't do us any justice on the O lines. I told him that. That's where I was a little frustrated with the O lines. The why and,
1: and he had FSU in it, which I was surprised because you know I pretty high
0: it. too. Yeah, like they, I watch a lot
1: of FSU games and I, I think to myself a lot. Wow, if Jordan Travis could actually get the the snap in his hands before he was being sacked, that uh, that he might have had a chance to make a play there. But so that's that was it's it's, it's interesting.
0: Oh oh, what did it say? Oh, Jeremy W has subscribed. Jeremy, welcome to the uh, the family, man. Appreciate you. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, Tim Lombardi is going to the show on Sunday. Tim, who is a member, I am pumped to meet you, man. So please come by and say what's going on. I will not know what you look like, but you know what I look like. So it's the guy with the <laughs> guy with the stash. Um, so here's something to be said, though. Right? Kind of talking to him a little bit. Like we all get rowdy with his list. I mean, he's he's obviously getting he's winning here because we're getting if rowdy. We're talking
1: about
3: him.
0: And he he claimed he's like, look, I'm just some guy from Oklahoma. Like I like he started this Not a year Oklahoma ago. From,
1: it's like South Carolina. Yeah, but he lives.
0: I'm pretty sure he lives in Oklahoma now. And it's like
1: it's, I, there are obviously some flaws to the list. I was I was bored one day and 48,000 subscribers later. You guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Like it's I who I think we're the idiots here. As much as we want to shit on him, it's like we're the ones getting rowdy from a guy just literally sitting at home in his studio yeah. writing stuff about everybody else's team. We got a, another super chat. What's up, mama? Hey, Andrew. ten bucks from Jacob pomar Ooh, put this put on the on blackjack. blackjack okay jacob we got a blackjack family let's go baby we gotta get back on that rick and i had a little nightmares we got to take a week off from, from our past outing all right steve we got to get into arch manning quick we were gonna go over that with boomer but we got into a bunch of stuff yep uh we're gonna get over arch manning and then we're gonna get into some gator recruiting we got some good good, good breakdowns um and some good insight from from cory bender and on three guys those guys are, pr- are pretty sweet there uh but with arch manning it came out um, this uh, highly recruited, the, the Godfather of recruiting is what they call him. Can't think of his name right now, but he came out and basically just just shitting on Arch Manning's name. <laughs> he said, "Without the last name, he would be a three star." Now, there's two parts to this. We were kind of talking about him being overrated with with Connor Clark yep. months ago, Yep. right? And it was like, "Hey, like, is it just because of the name that he's getting this?" To me, this it seems a little late. With this, I honestly was trying to figure out who, did this, who does this guy cheer for because why did he wait until he committed to come out and say this?
1: It's it seemed a little late to the party yeah, in my, my interesting opinion. Interesting take. No, that's 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 sharp actually.
0: Right, like it's it's he's been in the news. Like we've talked about him week in and week out, and like we're, we're not like this like massive you know podcast, where like nobody else is not seeing this. Right. Right. And so for him to come out then, I'm like, okay, what's where's where's his agenda? What is he trying to
1: do here? Right.
0: Like, what is, what's his connections and ties to that he's trying to roast them now because maybe he didn't like that he went to Texas, so now I'm going to shit on them.
1: Right. And look, Arch Manning's name is very clickbaity. It gets a ton of traction. It gets a ton of people to watch the video. Sure. So, but if he sat on, like, clearly, he didn't want, it, he didn't want the traction. He didn't want the, the, the clicks. He didn't want the read. He didn't want anything. He sat on the idea of having this opinion of Manning, uh, Arch Manning, for this long. And then all of a sudden his commitment comes out, and now he's now he's a three star quarterback.
0: Yeah, that just it seems a little weird. He's not a three star. He's saying he would be. He would be correct. And so the other part of it too that I that I found interesting was he. I lost my. I literally just drew a blank there. Holy crap!
1: Um, See, you still got boomer in your head. Yeah, You're I, living rent free, baby. Living rent
0: free. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with with the with him coming out and kind of ro- again roasting Arch, it it seemed it seemed late, um, but. I'm like literally drawing a blank here.
1: My goodness, Shelton, are you drinking? I wish. I you need- should. Do you clearly need to be? It's because you're sitting here. It's throwing me it's off. The- <laughs> I'm used to looking at you from here. <laughs> I'm just st- mad dogging you from yeah. like six feet away. That's like- why I
0: kind of ramble because when I get cut off, I lose my my, my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so with him being a three, oh, okay, the three star. Where do the three stars come from, right? So he's the Godfather. So I, I would imagine he would have some say on how these stars are accumulated. I would think. I don't. The whole star thing and who picks the stars and who votes on the stars, I, I honestly couldn't tell you I don't know much about it. And I probably will look more into it so I can be more knowledgeable about it. But I don't have enough. But if this guy is the recruiting godfather, I would imagine that he would have some sort of say or pull on this. So there's two parts to it. He either had an impact or an effect on it early on and is now coming back on it. Or he didn't have an effect. But this 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 system that's been in play has always been a thing. Right on who your name is, where you go to school. That's how the three stars come into play, or the, excuse me, the stars come into play. Yep. And so you're trying to say he would be a three star without his last name, meaning that he doesn't live up to the hype of a typical five star like a Dante Moore. He said Eli Hoiston, who went to ala who who's going to Alabama, yep. is better than him. Um, I can't think of the other guys right now. Like Rashada, he was probably basically claiming is better than Arch Manning, right? Because he's he, only because his name is the only reason why we're talking about him. So in my in what I'm saying, and this is what I was saying earlier about with um the the four star and how that helps with recruiting. Well, that last name helps with recruiting. Sure. Whether he was a three or a four star, if Arch Manning goes somewhere, that's going to bring recruits, regardless of the stars that are behind his name. So, with my point is is that his name brings a a presence. That, yeah, we want to go play with this guy because of his heritage, of his family heritage. Regardless of the talent that he's played, regardless of his his, uh, natural athletic ability, right? We want to go play with him because of what he's born from. Sure. That, to me, gives you those two stars. You can argue that, look, then you're technically a five-star guy. Yeah, you're saying, well, his name. That happens all the time. All the time. That's 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 the that's the name of the game. Where again, where these stars? Like the stars are fabricated to an extent anyway. It's on a what ifs situation. Anyhow,
1: yeah. I mean, both of our teams, Florida, Florida State, have juniors of of players that played for us before. Like their kids grow up and they go they go to the school that where their dads sure. played. Right. We've both seen that. Now, in that scenario, how many times does that kid get an extra star because of the family lineage? Because he, you know, because you know his Dakallen Brooks, perfect example, linebacker for Florida State, talent-wise, nowhere near his father, Derek Brooks, but he came in as a, I want to say, a three or a four-star linebacker. Now, look, if he's not Derek Brooks' son, does he have that extra star? No, but he comes from a he comes from a heritage of of greatness that people can relate to. So it's natural for people to, as somewhat inflate what they think your abilities are or what they think the ceiling is for you um simply be, because they've seen you know where where you came from um now look to your point and i think that's a it's a great point when you say look if you're a 3 star talent but you're going to bring in because of your name a 5 star running back a 5 star wide receiver o-lineman, an d-lineman. o-lineman a d-lineman it, because you're bringing people with you you're bringing value you're bringing value so look you might be a 3 star athletic ability but your your the, the the draw that comes with you brings three more five-star guys. Huge. Throw the extra stars on there, man. I mean, you, he may never take a snap.
0: That's going to make up for the lack of ability lack that you're ability. claiming. Yeah. Yep. Th- so, to me, honestly, I'm going to make a... This is going to be a hot take for me. The, the guy's take, I can't think of his name right now, and if you guys can remind me, that's great, is a weak take. It's a cowardly take. And because it's easy to come out and say that he's not going to perform to the five-star and to the perfect composite score... We said that from the beginning that no matter what this kid does, he's never going to live up to that five star hype. So, for you to come out and say he's a three star, it's weak. It was clickbaity. It was you trying to be relevant again, in a sense. I mean, you're the godfather. So, I mean, what are you trying to be relevant
1: in? I don't know. That's I remember him being a huge, uh, a huge uh, college football recruiting guru for a long time, living. Um, but yeah, to your point again, it's the timing as well. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, it, what? Who who is your fan base? What fan base do you go for? Because all of a sudden, this kid's a three star recruit. When if you really wanted to have that opinion of him, you could have had that opinion say in. Oh, January months ago. Yeah,
0: it's right. a week. It's a week. Take for you to look to look like you're you're right and say, hey, I was right. Well, it's an easy you're right because again, no matter what he does, people are still going to criticize him and try to bring it down and make it seem like he's not performing to the level. Because what are they really going to say? Well, look at all the five and three five star talent he has around him. Yeah, of course they got the kid. Now, unfortunately, the kid's in a losing.
1: It's situ- a no win situation. Yeah, for him. If he if he plays well and he plays great, it's because of the talent around him. If he doesn't play up to Five star talent with a national championship. They were going to say he never, he never lived. It's a up. weak hot take. Yeah, it's, it's dumb.
0: Mike Litteris, oh, my. At 4.99. he said I knew you guys kissed off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Dominic said, uh, "Jason, join member now." Is, is that happen? Did I miss something? Or are you saying he needs a join? I don't. I missed that. Head and shoulders. Let's see. Jason said, "You guys dude, Y'all did an awesome job. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Appreciate that, man." Uh hit the like button, boys. Yes, Mo Junior. Hit the like button. If you guys are new and loving what you're getting so far, hit the like button. So show us some love. Um, Jeremy W, what's going on? Hit it, BB. Uh scared money don't make money. Come on.
1: Scared money don't make money, you know? I need a button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is getting Dominic says, What are you doing? Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gosh. See, thank you, Dominic.
0: Tommy. Where's Holly's button? Holly needs yeah, Holly, a button. Holly needs buttons,
1: guys. I, Holly can barely function with the mic he has. Okay, let's let's all. What are we talking about here, people? I've had one uh, technology snafu, and that was mostly due to no power. <laughs> it's <laughs> very difficult to uh, to join a podcast when. Uh... T-
0: Tim says, "Have you seen Manning's film? Seriously, not a five star without his last name." We we get that. Yep. I, look, I'm not I'm not dis- I'm not arguing that I'm not disagreeing with any of that. But again, I think the part of the star is what he can become. I mean, you'll see that on, on the write-ups of like this guy has a potential to be a first round draft pick. You don't see that on the three stars. You'll it'll say a potential to be a, a second to mid player in the NFL. Meaning the the growth is is limited. Right. Right? So Mike Farrell wrote it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he has been around for a long time.
0: Yep. Thank you guys.
1: All right. So let's get into some
0: recruiting news. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Let's uh whew. It's been a it's been a doozy one, boys and girls. You guys have been a uh <laughs> Have been great and a good time, and we appreciate your your love and uh, support. But we're going to get into some recruiting news. Um, first thing we're going to get into is the O-line. Uh, we have taken some serious hits over the last um, week, honestly. Look, Florida Florida recruiting has been a little low, if I had to say so, this week. Um, we've taken some L's uh, with uh, the Aguayo kid going. Uh, it sounds like the Kirkland situation is, is no more. Um, so we're going to go over some names here. So uh, Tyree Adams... He's he's um, from Saint Augustine. Every time I see that, I think of uh, here, but it's from Louisiana, the same place that uh, the running back from Tampa can't think of his name right now. From also went to the Jaguars, LSU guy, big guy. it is? Never mind. Okay. Um. So he's recruit. He's attending Tyree's recruiting. He's attending the recruiting cookout on July thirtieth. Um. So and he'll also have an official visit expected over the next few weeks. So Tyree still looks good for us. Um. Caden Jones is on the short list. Uh, for us, he had, he's had multiple day visits locked in for July 28th and 29th after making his first trip on April 26th. Uh, so, look, that's a good one for us. It seems to be that the Peyton Kirkland situation is a no more. Um, it looks like he's feeling more towards Miami. I believe when I looked him up, um, he was like 70 or 80 to Miami. Um, Are they gonna
1: have room for all these kids? Like I don't know.
0: On? I, 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 look, I claim. I, I I said. Look, I see a lot of guys probably having to transfer out after their, their first or second year because I just don't see it. But Kirkland was a big one for us. It looks like honestly his top three right now it has percentage on two four seven is Michigan State at sixty six, then Florida at twenty two, then Miami at eleven. Uh, but I think Miami's has a higher number than that in my opinion. But it looks like Florida has kind of taken their eyes off Peyton Kirkland. I know a lot of you guys have asked about that, so I wanted to I wanted to do some digging and kind of give you guys a little breakdown on that. So that's kind of where we're at with the with the O line situation. Um let me see here. Yeah, and Tommy Kinsler, so he's also too is looking like Miami is a heavy favorite who recently just decommitted. De- decommitted yeah, at the beginning of the month. um we're still working on that. We're still that we're they're trying to push him and get him in. But it's it's looking like it's probably going to be another which is tough, man. Because an O so the O line and wide receiver was our two biggest fact our two biggest pushes. Uh, for this year for recruiting that we've talked about. We've had a weak O-line, weak wide receiver core, and we're going to get into the wide receiver core because that seems to be moving in the right direction. Um, but O-line, I'm still kind of 50-50 on. I think we need to make some moves. I think right now we haven't done the best, especially with bringing in Rob Selle. I thought we were going to bring in some great O-line recruiting and, and some great coaches. We have two O-line coaches, and it doesn't seem to be doing the trick, which yeah, is
1: weird. It's weird, a weird blend. So so you have an interior and an, and a, and an outside uh, line coach? Like what, what how how does that break up for you guys? You have somebody coaching the tackles and then you have somebody on the interior as well, or how is it set up? Do you know?
0: I'm not sure about the breakdown on that, no. But I think look, just having two and that that not being a recruiting tool enough is, right. is surprising to me in my opinion. Um so that's it with the O lines. Okay. Um with the running back room, um, we obviously just got Trey on Webb. Uh, but the question is, where do we go from there? Uh, I kind of talked last week. Uh, Cedric Baxter probably might be out of the question, uh, but I was like, did some digging uh, the- today. I came across that. Look, we're still pushing for him. Okay. Cedric Baxter is still high on the list. Um, he's an out-of-state program, and he's we're, we're still training for him. Um, we, he's still a priority. He's still a priority since day one, which is is good to see. Um, another one who I brought up a few weeks ago, Justice Hayes, who is the Georgia his. Uh, father played at Georgia, who's heavy Georgia. He's still in the the question, right? He still has as a, a a chance to come in. So that's that's good news for us that we're still heavily pushing after Trayon Webb. That running back room is looking looking really good too, especially with uh, Trevor Etienne. Yep, did I say it right. Yeah, yeah, you did. Look at you. Let's go look at Trevor you. Etienne, Trayon Webb, and if we get another one of these guys, I mean, that's we're getting back into the rhythm of the right direction. Now sure.
1: we have got nobody
0: to block for at the moment.
1: That's okay. The, we'll, you'll rely on their athletic prowess, and uh, hopefully that'll get you over the top.
0: I think with uh, Osiris Torrance and the running back room this year, I think that the O line guys might flip later on. Okay. That's going to be a huge. That. That's going to look. The season's going to be huge for us on flipping those big guys. Those big guys flip, the rest of us kind of start fumbling around or falling around it too. Because look, I mean, you build a good line, the rest of it's going to be going to work out even much better. Sure. So. Uh, we got Parker Jenkins still on that list as well. So the running back room is is somewhat set, but we're still looking to get depth, which is really exciting to hear. And then the the wide receiver room. Uh, this is something that, again, we've talked about time and time again, but it seems like we are making the right moves here recently. Um, it's looking to be, in a sense, an all-star class. It's kind of what what, what's, what it's being projected. Again, this is, there's still, a lot has to fall in the right direction, but with the Eugene Wilson pull, right, who we compared to who's a really explosive player.
1: Yep. Yeah, that was great. That was great uh film on him. That was that was fun to watch.
0: That was that was that was that was a good time. Um that one's gonna be huge. We have I think it was um what's his the kid's name? Uh Dean. I draw a blank here on the kid's name. Um something Dean. Hold on.
1: Let me see here what we got.
0: I lost my my place here on when I was going over some stuff here.
1: (laughs) It will happen. Do you want to talk about Lucas Simmons at all?
0: Oh, Steve, your W there. That I hope you guys enjoyed that video with Lucas Simmons. That was fun. That was a good time to watch. Look, honestly, as much as I wanted to have him that O line, it was fun for you. To, it was fun to see you get a W.
1: <laughs> it's so it's there's so few and far between these days. So,
0: yeah. Uh, it it was good for you. So we've got we pulled Eugene Wilson, yep. right? Uh Aiden Mazel tweeted shortly after that, you know, barrage of guys coming in. He said good news coming soon. We're trending towards that as well. So two big studs there. Uh, D'Aquavia Sori, who we've been high on, who pushed his commitment back from July 4th, that still seems to be one that's going to be coming off the board. Right? So let's just say Sori and Eugene Wilson, those are kind of a shoe-in. And Mizell looks really good. Just those three alone. And we've got Arlos Boardingham this year coming in as well, not to mention, which is also huge. Um, and then we've got a, a new prediction with Andy Jean. He put us in his top four or five. That's who I was trying to think of, okay. was the Jean, um, which is good to see. And he... He says that he wants to go somewhere to build, right? Now, his final five, I believe, are um, Miami, Georgia, Bama, and Texas A&M. He goes, I want to go to a school that's building, not a school that already already just has it all. You feel me? It's kind of a quote from him. Now, Georgia and Bama are in that
1: category. Would, yeah, that's a little but bit But Miami,
0: A&M, and Florida are part of that list. So that's what he loves about Florida. Is like, look, they're building. I want to be. I want to go and build a legacy. Like, I want to create my own statue. Yep. So look, and that's a good point, right? Like, that's something that too, I think we're, you know, the the Miamis and the Floridas have a point where, well, we can go and you know recruit because recruit differently from a sense of, well, Bama and Georgia. That their, their statues are kind of already in place. Sure. Especially not, Georgia, not so much. They just won last year, but Bama. I mean, you've really got to ball out to stand out and be a, a legacy from Bama right. if that matters to you
1: right because look i mean especially for a team like that i mean if you if you are not you know, just a, an all-star talent on the field when you're gone there is a pers- there is a player behind you that is going to come in and play just as well as you there is not going to be a drop off and sure. they're going to continue and it's going to be like you were never there it's just every year they just cycle through them. so if he wants to have if he wants to have the ability to really stand out and 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 make a smart mark Oh, awesome! And make his mark. I think then, uh, that that's definitely the the way to look at it. Now, Texas A and M, it feels like is another one.
0: No, they haven't done anything. I mean, it, that's what it I has. think. That's kind of where the delusional them being the number one delusional fan. They make it seem like they've been winning, but they really haven't. They haven't. Yeah. They've won big games, but they haven't as a as a. Yeah. I mean, they haven't even won a playoff. They haven't
1: been no, to the playoffs. True. They haven't been.
0: They haven't been in the SEC championship, my guy.
1: That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you talk to them, like my my gosh, like they're they're their second coming, and you got to go through them to get to the to the championship every yeah. year. It feels like the, that that's they're the that's powerhouse, it. and yeah.
0: it's like they kind of just squeak by. Um, Muddy's just saying the same thing. I don't expect Florida to compete in recruiting with Miami until we play our first few games. That's where we're gonna. I think look, we gotta we gotta win, and Billy's got to prove that. Hey, I can coach you guys. Crystal Ball, again, didn't do well from a coaching standpoint and a success standpoint, but he does recruit well. He's known. I mean, he has a little bit more of a a, 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 a bigger background than Billy, and I think that's where the edge is coming right now. So right. this first year, I think, still, I'm still I'm still impressed with what Billy's done thus far.
1: Look, well, for having not played a game or coached a game, I mean, there's no product on the field to even point to and say, yeah. look what I can do with the right talent.
0: Like, look, everything I put into place, here's Here what it it's is. doing. Yeah, here's what it's turning there's into. There's no
1: product, and that's difficult to continue to recruit. Now, like, it just doesn't seem to slow down. Crystal uh, Cristobal, uh, they're, they're, uh, Who is it? Um, uh, it's a little bit of a unique name, but it's it's in here. Samson O. is another five star tackle that is trending towards Miami. That would give them two five star tackles in this recruiting cycle alone. It's, I mean, but, I mean, I, whatever Miami doing. They might, they might
0: end up with a number one recruiting
1: class. They if they if they keep this up,
0: Texas Texas is going to give them a run. Who's in first? Notre Dame's at first right
1: now, right? Uh, I thought I, bo- was, I thought it was A again. Or Georgia. no, no,
0: no. I think it's like Notre Dame. Take a peek here. Yeah, take a look at that. Um, uh, Five-star Joannelle. Is that who you're saying? Crystal Ball as well, along with five-star O-line Sampson. My gosh, dude. That is crazy, dude. They're literally pulling like last year's Texas A&M. That's exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah, they could end up with a composite score higher than Texas A&M. Yeah, 2024
0: is where we see Billy go all out. And I see a lot of 2024 information. I'm holding off on some of it because, to me, it it seems like it's so far out that we would almost be just – Talking to talk about it. And there's a lot of good stuff that we can talk about right now, which I've kind of stayed away from.
1: Yeah. Okay. Notre Dame, right? Uh yeah, it's loading.
0: Will Norman. I saw so Will Norman. Um, I looked him up the other night. Let me pull pull that up. Uh, that was a question somebody just asked. I want to say he's not as heavy on us as I thought. I could be wrong. I look at so many guys now, I I I forget <laughs> where they're at from IMG. Okay, so we saw him at Florida. It's 75% Florida, which is good, and 25% Penn State. Okay. Uh, look, LSU has been making a good run. They Brian have. Kelly has been doing really like sneakily good, sneakily,
1: yep. sneaky good. Sneakily,
0: they pulled in a five or four star running back. They've had a five star,
1: I want to say, like cornerback or they something. They just like. got a five star wide receiver. Out wide of receiver,
0: yeah. I mean, they're they're pulling. He's doing. I'm surprised. I'm I'm honestly surprised that he's doing that well. Brian Kelly is a reputable name. But I can't say I'm surprised. It just seemed to me it was quite. They well, got Harold Perkins. Yep.
1: That's they do true. have a five star linebacker it, as it, well. You know what he does have the ability to do now that he didn't uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, is Notre Dame does have a little bit higher academic standard because they're not sure. in a conference and things like that. So there were probably some athletes that he would have been able to get his hands on and get them into Notre Dame, but they couldn't meet the athletic requirement that at, at LSU. You
0: talked about that, I think, last time with them having a lower recruiting.
1: Yeah, because they would... They would but they they would done, they've done them.
0: well this far. I mean, they're, yeah. they're number one, right?
1: Uh, it's Ohio State number one with a 281.58, uh, and then Notre Dame at 280.72. So you're talking like a, a, a razor...
0: 22. Mike Mike Litteris is free Steve. I say I always Steve. <laughs> Thanks, <Litters. laughs> like Steve.
1: Thanks, Litteris. Yeah, then we have Clemson, Texas, Tennessee. We're going to
0: smash Utah from Mo Jr.
1: <laughs> Penn <Playoffs>. State. <laughs> Miami's at seven. They've moved up to seventh.
0: Yeah, Arkansas is ranked top ten.
1: Yeah. It's really
0: weird. It's a little early for me to kind of be settled on these, but it is interesting to see, and it's, they're doing it quietly.
1: Yes, and, and look, Arkansas had a good year last year. I think they people forget that. Yeah, uh, it was
0: like what eight and five.
1: Yeah, and they won their bowl game, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, they um, were kind of mean. Yeah, they were, they do that from time to time. It's like they're just like they're winning games. Oh shit! Like Arkansas is like undefeated. They're five zero oh right now.
1: Yeah, and they have our old offensive coordinator um, Bryles. Our uh, uh, not Art Bryles. He's the bad guy. Um, it's uh, something Yeah.
0: Ohio State is ranked is first.
1: Yeah, 281.58. And okay. then Notre Dame is 280.72. So it's not even a full point difference.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody, 199 from Cody.
1: Oh, my. Miami
0: using the old SMU recruiting book. Yep, that's 100% <laughs>
1: correct. The, uh, the Pony Express. Come on down.
0: Come on. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a show. My goodness. We have our last little bit here of hot takes. Woo. Um, you guys have been great as always. Sorry the comments were moving faster, I feel like, than normal, than usual. And I've been kind of – I was getting railroaded by you guys with all the comments. You, <laughs> we, per we, usual. I don't know. i got to figure out a way to keep up with you guys. You guys are too good sometimes on with, with your comments. I love it. I love the energy, as always. Um, before we get out to our last little bit here, a hot take, if you're brand spanking new, you better drop a like, better drop a sub, because why not? We go live every Wednesday at 8.35, and now Sunday's at 4.35 because we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> and uh, so also, too, if you want become a member – Earn your wings, become a pigskin. Link is in the description. This literally the greatest membership on YouTube. Um, also, too, as a, as a reminder, this Sunday we are going to be going live with with some gators, dogs,
1: dogs, okay. dogs. <laughs> not to be confused, Daniel Rivera. Yeah, not those dogs. Uh, <laughs> Anthony
0: Richardson, Lorenzo Lingard, um, uh, Rashad Torrance. Gervon Dexter Zipperer. and Keon Zipperer. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an absolute blast. So if you can't go and you can't make it, uh, tune in on the live stream. Be loud. Be be crazy. Drop the thumbs. Drop the comments. We're going to try to read the comments and ask your guys' questions. And if you want a chance to win a signed helmet by all five, which they're going to sign the day of, uh, there is a link in the description with their raffle to buy some tickets to, to for that and to get your chance to win. So Just all the, the money record, is going to be donated to the NIL, by the way.
1: I don't think you uh, have to tell these guys to be crazy. I think naturally, this is, as a collective whole of this group, they are going to be crazy. This
0: this is this is very true.
1: And I don't want you to encourage them. I mean, this, this, is this is true. This is not a Travis Scott concert.
0: This is true. It's the true. Sunday show is always fire. Cody is right. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> and and Muddy says Arkansas quarterback is good.
1: He is. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then Bryles has a really good offense. It's wide open. They're throwing the ball quite a bit. They're running under, underneath screens. They do keep defenses on their heels.
0: Um Alex Comment says, love the show. Greg says, gotta take a look at the long snapper at Steen Hatchie High School tomorrow.
1: <laughs> we do. do
0: Duckman, the boys are here. Let's go. The boys are here. Wild. We're gonna do our last little uh segment here, the hot take segment, which we've been having a good time with. Um let's get let me get the countdown. Steve, what are our hot takes again? What's right. the first one?
1: What's the first one? We got will Bill Belichick recover, ever recover from losing T B twelve, Tom Brady, the Tuam.
0: You're going first? I'll go first. All right. You can't see the time.
1: I can't. So what, well, can I hear it? I'll call you.
0: I'll, call, I'll start counting you out five.
1: All right. Here okay, you go. Uh, there is no chance that any team ever recovers from losing Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. You can plug and play anybody that you want in that position, but you will never have a quarterback at, that can succeed at the level of Tom. He's clutch. He's ice cold veins. He's the goat. Nobody can say that they will recover. You just hope to fill the half of his position. And five no, seconds. I'm done here. You don't even need it's, it. I just—it's—it's it's, it's very difficult to not see the, the, the.
0: Yeah, I could tell you were God, like you like, felt like you had to, to say I,
1: more. I got the palms sweaty, mom. Yeah, you, spaghetti did well. you did well.
0: You did Thank well. You did well. We Thank got you. a subscriber while you were, were rambling, John Payne. <laughs> oh my. Let's go! Welcome to the family, my man. Thank you for subscribing and joining the show. You can also become a member, but look, you're brand new, so let's we'll let's dip we'll our toe. To we'll dip we'll our toe. <laughs> All right, I'm up. I'm up. You ask right. me the question again.
1: Will Bill Belichick ever recover from losing the Twom?
0: Uh, Mo Junior, you were out of you were out of your mind. Remind I'm going to get into that in just a minute. I'm going to get into Mo in just a minute. Uh, yes, Bill Belichick will recover. Mac Jones is the truth, and I think he showed last year that he that he has already recovered. In my opinion, you followed a Cam Newton kind of struggling year. You come in, you take you get Mac Jones. You go to the playoffs. They lose to the Bills. Right? Yep. Lose to a phenomenal Bills team. So I, I think there are. He's already back, and yes, I think he will succeed and do just fine without Tom. And I love me some Tom, but Billy B, the guy's a goat. Okay, and he's going to be just fine. I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one, Steve. All right. And now my time is up. That's how you do it, Steve. Wow, well,
1: <laughs> so, so convenient over there for you. But, yeah. Uh, oh,
0: they got a little sneak peek there of a, of some merch. Whoops.
1: <laughs> oh
3: boy.
0: Uh, Two dollars from John Wilcox. Never want to see Steve doing a chop again. Don't. Do
1: it. Oh I would Mark, don't just subscribe. Oh, my.
3: Scared money don't make money.
1: We're getting you know? spicy in here, ladies and gentlemen. I need a button. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, baby. All right. All right, what's the next take, Stevie Steve? Zeke, is he a top 10 NFL running back? You want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first.
0: I had my, I had my thought before the show, and now I don't remember what I was...
1: <laughs> ah. well you're on the clock hit it go hold well, on I haven't hit my clock oh out. come on I've been cheating. drawing a lot of
0: blanks tonight man I know I know
1: you're not drinking enough
0: I've got to I've got to you know manage all the buttons and stuff it's oh, a lot of the, pressure the two buttons it's a that of, you hit it's a lot, lot of pressure give,
1: Steve you won't give me a button it's a lot of pressure Steve
0: <laughs> top 10 See a top 10? Okay, I'm going to say he's still a top 10 running back simply because he won me a fantasy football league last year. Not really, but sort of, kind of, maybe. We just became, we got a member, but I got it. hold on, I'll get into that. John Payne became a member. Let's go, <laughs> baby! He took my minutes, but that's okay. He's still a top 10 <laughs> running back. The reason being is yeah, he had Christian McCaffrey was in front of him, who is a phenomenal running back, but he was hurt all last year. Javante Williams from Denver was in front of him. I don't agree with that. He struggled with a lot of injuries. He has gotten lazy, so I can see that, but he has the talent and the ability to be there. He has dipped down a lot, according to Shannon Sharp, and his numbers, which I do agree with. And I'm going over time, but you can't see it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> There's uh, a buzzer
1: for this game? And uh,
0: <laughs> it's hard for me to say he hasn't fallen back. He definitely has. He's definitely on the 10 or 11. Can I say he's out of the top 10 yet? Not just yet, no. Sorry. I-
1: all right, that's, that's fair. Look, we got we got a little distracted. John, welcome, yeah, to, the John, family, welcome to the family. Yeah, we'll, John, welcome to
0: the family. What do we become a member? I think we're like two away. Two more members, and we're giving away a customized jersey. I mean, scared money don't...
3: Scared money don't make money, you
0: know? You know what I'm saying? Steve, wait to hit the button. Thanks. Yes, Mo Jr., we're taking... Okay, let's do this really quick. This is a new hot... We're
1: separating... Actually, you go first, Steve, and then we're going to handle this. We're going to handle this. All right. Uh, Ready? So, yeah. Go. All right. Zeke is not a top 10 running back. Uh, He was a top 10 rookie running back, but as a current running back, he is not in the top 10. Now, I I agree with you that he does have some people ahead of him that I think are questionable. Jonathan Taylor being one, uh, uh, Williams in Denver being one. However, he started out with 109 yards per game his rookie year, 98, then down to 96, then to 85, then to 65, and then to 59. That's a a 50-yard drop in production.
0: Wow. Right on the dot. And he can't even see the clock. <laughs> the guy's Let's good. Go. Mo Jr., he's saying he's taking Peyton Manning over Tom Brady. I, I've heard a few people say this before, and it, it's mind boggling to me. Like, so, and I've had this <laughs> argument a handful of times. And this is actually a really good debate. We could actually make a whole separate video about this because I get fired up about it. Like, <laughs> I don't get the Peyton Manning thing. Like, he's got two Super Bowls. The year that he won with the with the Broncos, like we people forget because the the argument that I always hear with Tom is like he had a good defense. He's got the tuck fumble. Like there's always some kind of weird rule that he breaks to win a Super Bowl. The year that that Brady deflate <laughs> yeah, that Manning won with the Broncos. I don't think people realize the guy didn't play a good chunk of like the back half of the season. Right. I don't remember who the quarterback was, but they got carried into that carry. I mean, look, I think Peyton went like eight, seven, eight, no before like he had an injury or something like that and came in. That defense team, that the defense on that team with uh, Von Miller, was dumb, and you played against a, a collapsing Cam Newton who literally kind of lost his yeah. He wouldn't jump head. On a fumble, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it at all. Like you could, there isn't a thing that you can say to me. You can pull up all these stats of like the most passing yards and all. It's about winning. Yes. That's sure. what it comes down to. And if you're not winning and cl- pulling up clutch games, I mean, what's the record between Manning and
1: Tom? I would love to see that. It's and not even it, close. Yeah, no, I mean, the head-to-head record, um, I want to say, is 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 still in Tom's favor. And the other thing to, to, to remember is that defense that uh, that Peyton had when they won that last Super Bowl was unbelievable. He could barely throw the football, Peyton Manning. He couldn't throw the ball more than yeah. 20, 30 yards downfield, and, and they were still able to win a game by playing conservative, not giving up uh, interceptions. Playing smart and just playing the, the the field game, right? Just making sure that you you play smart football, and that's essentially where it ended up uh, breaking down for Carolina. The, but you know, you get a uh, cam that fumbles a ball and won't jump on it, and that gives the Broncos the ball, like what inside the twenty, if I'm not mistaken. It was very very close. So, and look, Manning's not a dumb player; he's extremely smart but his athletic ability to even throw the football in that game was so diminished that I, I can't see how you would possibly put those two in the same boat. I just, I it's, just don't say it's it. crazy to
0: me. Absolutely. It's just, it's bonkers. What's our last hot take, TV.
1: Oh boy. This'll be a good one for everybody. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is one of three quarterbacks being tagged to make a sophomore surge. Ready? Does he make the surge? That's Go. the question. Uh, I do Don't believe so. I don't think he's ready just yet. Uh, I think we've got a good running back core with Etienne, senior, uh, coming back. Uh, The offensive line has had a little bit of upgrade. Not senior, it's not his son. It's well, it's it's, (laughs) the second of the third. Um, But but look, the offensive line has gotten a little bit of an upgrade. However, I still don't know who he's going to throw the ball to. Um, Christian Kirk, 72 million. 72 million. He's certainly worth it. Uh, I don't think Peterson can turn that kid around that fast. I think he needs one more year. Okay. I was around the dot. Thanks, gosh, man. I was, you know, I think he's. to had ha- a button. Oh, I'm right. going. I'm going. Right, oh,
0: I think he's gonna have a breakout year. I, I really, I really do. I think uh, Etienne's gonna do well. James Robinson's still there. I think Chris, Christian Kirk's gonna do him some favors. Marvel Jones, I believe, is still there. Tim Tebow's coming back as tight end, so I think that's gonna help him tremendously. I uh, know. Look, I don't think he had a bad freshman year. I really don't. I think it was a growing freshman year. I think it was good. It was it humbled him a little bit, and I really think he's gonna have a great breakout season. And that division is really weak, so I think I think he's gonna have a great sophomore year. Backs.
1: It's on the dot.
0: Duck man says, Jacksonville is cursed. Tell Tra- him Brady needs out. <laughs> Trevor needs out. Ladies and gentlemen, look guys, uh, sorry the show was a little little hectic there at the Ooh. end. We got a lot, we, uh, there's a lot ahead of us. Steve and I have a three hour drive ahead of us and uh, we we're, we're got a lot we got to do unpack um, um, but before we go, a reminder again, I know I kind of keep beating you guys on the horse, but Sunday is going to be beating your head. I'm like, I'm, I'm losing Steve. I'm, I can't even talk anymore. Sunday is going to be a great show. That's all that I know. It's going to be from noon from 12 to three Eastern standard time, wherever you're located. It's Eastern standard time, 12 to three. Um, we're going to be talking to players, hanging out. If you're there, maybe you'll have a chance to be on the show. We'll kind of bring you on and see if it fixed out. I don't know. Like it's going to be a something figure it out as we go kind of thing. That's how, how we like to roll around here. So, Make sure you guys tune in, come in live, join the live if you can't be there. Also, too, if you want to win a helmet, buy some tickets, uh, give yourself a chance to win. All the money is going to be donated to the NIL and to the players, so it's not coming to, to, to us or High Top Sports. I want to support the NIL and support the players and help grow, uh, obviously, the team. So all the money that is raised through the raffle tickets will be given to the NIL. This
1: is how the NIL was supposed to work. Those kids are Correct. supposed to get paid for being the face of the university, and this is how it's going to. That's how that's how it was going to go down from us
0: absolutely absolutely so sunday see us there no zach i was kidding about tim tebow he's not coming back (laughs) uh great show guys thank you guys uh we will drive safe uh jt mo thank you guys for the support love you guys as always thank you for for the subscriptions the 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 super chats as always you guys are always a good time thank you for giving our guests uh your your best behavior (laughs) (laughs) one hell of a time one hell of a time (laughs) uh ladies and gentlemen you guys have a good evening good afternoon we will see you on sunday at noon
1: Noon, not 4.30.
0: Not 4.30. Don't beat a horse. (laughs) Buy some tickets. Become a member. Like and subscribe for and I'm all i <laughs> See you guys later. To prove I gotta take what I hate and finally make a move. I think of you and all the shit you don't do. Well, I'ma make hella sure that I don't become you. Ha! Have no
1: regrets, yeah, I'll up my chest. i never forget what it's like to be
3: in debt. babe. stabbed in the back bed, I'll show you what happens. Pass me the mic and I'll show you with action. I feel this pain, you already know.